Salutations, dear listeners. This is Boneyards and Boojums, an 1879 RPG actual play podcast. Chapter 3 The Great Grand Snark. So, Eric, I think we'll start with your character. Um, oh, he's right. working for his, what is it, great-grandfather or something like that? I think we would be, I think we went with just grandfather. Because I was thinking about that and I thought, you know what, it might be a great-grandfather because of how many, like if you're in your 20s and he's 100. Yeah, yeah that's fair. The, the math in the 19th century says that's more likely to be your great-grandfather. That's true. Maybe even yeah, great-great. I, I, can, <laughs> I can dig it. Cool. So, great-grandfather so I, it is. And he's actually looking pretty young and, <laughs> and well uh, put together right now because he's an elf. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you're a snark. Um, yes, I, I, I think what we're going to go with is basically he's hired a couple hands on and one of them is you. Um, you've come back from America, I think it is, we've gone with. Mm-hmm. And um, you're an actual American cowboy. Uh, born and raised, I don't know where, Texas or somewhere else. What do you think? Oh, definitely Texas, or at least the <laughs> Tejas uh, territory. Yep. If I if I ain't going to talk like this, I'm... <laughs> and uh, I'm going to say that you've been kind of checking out a part of Buckleberry Estate, the, the farm, um, in the old Buckleberry f- um, Forest, which... Um, Previously, uh, you know from talking to your great-grandfather, Old Benj, um, it used to be, uh, a part of the town used to be up there like a couple hundred years ago, and uh, there's actually an old, uh, what they call the old Buckleberry Boneyard up there. Oh, good. And you've been uh, walking through, you know, taking your horse through the forest, keeping check on any livestock going through there, because you've got s- some area that's penned in that sometimes the cattle come into the forest. Uh, forest part of it for some shade and um, you notice that part that used to be the cemetery a long time ago um, you're taking a look and you notice that there's a spot that looks like someone's dug up like a pretty big area Mm. what do you do with that I don't rightly like that well no time like the present so I will uh, Jacoby Jacoby will dismount off his horse because I'm sure he's got his horse uh, there and he will go and investigate alright um, do you have any particular investigation skills or are we just going to go with raw perception you think or awareness uh, well I actually do have awareness yeah alright let's go with awareness um, yeah awareness okay it'll be so, different than evidence analysis for sure but uh, you'll, you can go with that true enough okay so step two oh, I gotta be on the right channel there we go that can't be right for Two, yeah. Oh, uh, no, it won't be step two. That's your rank. Got to add oh, your, so uh, gotta add your, uh, your perception step to that. Yeah. So take your perception oh. step, which is, I'm just looking that up now, step six. So mm-hmm. add two to that. So oh, okay, so step eight. eight. Yep. Math, folks. You'll, Math. <laughs> you'll, you'll have to fill in your attribute later in there. Yeah. All right. 14. That's real good. This, I... Uh, you could have sworn here it looks like someone either put a new grave in this uh, you you heard that there was an old graveyard here long ago but they've taken the all the gravestones out and kind of piled them up somewhere else mm-hmm. and um 
which is typical when a graveyard has been left for a long time or boneyard or whatever you're calling it um, in whatever region and um, so this hasn't been active since probably 1730 1740s something like that you think um, so it's been a good 140 years since anyone's been buried here and it almost looks like someone else got buried here and okay. you're looking at the ground and wondering was someone dug up or someone put in mm, probably no actual way to figure that out um, no, no wait. probably not there pro there actually might be how does the oh, earth look because if there's a pile of earth next to the hole that means freshly dug. If it's oh, kind point. of just kind of looks like somebody was clawing through with their hands, that means something came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it's been cleaned up pretty good. I have seen this uh, movie. <laughs> and, uh, you know, spread out well enough, but it was pretty obvious, and you're, you're, it's pretty obvious to you the cattle or nothing else would have done this, because it's just fairly, uh, it's got a shape to it that just doesn't look like a wild animal digging would have done this. And um, as you're looking, uh, it's starting to rain, um, and there's a bit of a thunder uh, starting to roll in. And you're thinking, oh, yeah, here it comes. It seemed like this morning it was going to start raining and storming. And, and you're hearing a little bit of thunder here and there when you're, you know, checking this place out. But then you start hearing gunshots. Oh, that's never good. <laughs> um, by which way is the gunshots coming from? Coming from the barn area, uh, past the forest, towards the farm, across the road to the barn. Oh, alright, so I'm definitely gonna mount up and head for the the sound, the, the bullets, the shooting. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And, um, what's the name of your horse, by the way? Tornado. Tornado, excellent. All right, and you can head over that way, uh, and you hear more gunshots go off. In fact, fairly rapid succession, like someone's really fighting something off as you... You can see the barn now as you're heading across Buckleberry Estate to the, the road that kind of passes through there, and um, roll awareness or perception here. Okie dokie. And, by the way, you get to tag awareness. Um, you put an X in the tag category, and that basically means you've kind of gained an experience point equivalent. Oh. Um, that's the way skills work in this, is before you can raise them, you have to have used them um, the number of times equal to the rank you're advancing to. Okay, so I will perception and awareness again, so that is step eight. All right, ten's pretty good, um, all right. And that's so, a ten. so okay, uh, okay. you got a couple things you're seeing here. You got a couple things you're seeing here. First of all, it is kind of rainy, thundering, but there's no mistaking gunshots right. for you, certainly for a cowboy. And um, on a 10, yeah, you are noticing, uh, first of all, there seems to be a group of folks over at the barn um, with a bit of a commotion with you don't know what's going on over there. And you notice that the five um, scarecrows that were up on their poles no longer there. Uh-oh. And as you're looking at that, wondering what the heck's going on, you see a scarecrow walk out of the crops, out of the corn, heading towards those people. I don't like that. I do not like that. Um, I'm going to bring around my rifle and take care of it. All right. And while you're doing that, I'm going to go to the other group and just see what it will back backtrack just slightly until back to the last shot of the third uh, scarecrow that went down that Amos shot, Am Amos shot down. What do you do after you shoot that one, Amos? Oh, I do my usual survey uh, to see if there's more. And uh, not yet. Okay, good. Uh, then I go, ha-ha! Nothing like a good row to get the blood pumping. Now, uh, Mrs. Cross, 
I believe you were telling me how ridiculous an ambulatory pumpkin was, right before the scarecrows attacked us. Pray continue. I... She looks probably a little sheepish, but I hesitate to see how a walking scarecrow proves a ambulatory pumpkin. I didn't say anything about proving. I said, pray continue. <laughs> I mean, clearly, scarecrows wandering the fields is normal. And I'll wink at her. Well, but we might not want to let our things down quite yet. I do have this bad feeling about the place. Um, I will quickly reload my pistol then. And at that point, I'm going to reach into like my pocket and pull out a random card. Okay, what'd you pull? Down, ace of cups. Upside down, ace of, ace ace of, of cups. 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 Uh, emotional loss, blocked creativity, and emptiness. Oh dear. <laughs> so she's just going to look at the card for a moment and look around. Well, the place feels very empty and lonely and strange. These creatures, there were bones. I looked at the one that you dropped earlier and there were bones in it. Who builds their scarecrows with skele- around a skeleton? And with that, um, Eric will have Jacoby take a shot. Because while they're having a conversation, they're not noticing something <laughs> getting their way. Da, da, da. Alright, so, silly me, I can't find the base attack for my repeating rifle. Oh, uh, it's your yeah, firearms. Well, ah. Yep. So, rank three plus your dex. Uh, what's your dex? I'm right on that, right, dex? Yeah, six. Yep. Yep. Hey. So, you get a roll of step nine. I'm guessing nice. that's a core ability, too, so you can use karma if you'd like. I'd be surprised if it wasn't for a cowboy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is, in fact, a uh, core ability. I am clicking all the wrong things. <laughs> okay, so step nine. Yep. Cool. And karma. Four, eight. All right, I'm going to pull up my stats here again, don't I? I believe that hits, though. Let me confirm. And if it doesn't, that's not a problem because it's a that repeating rifle. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. All right, yes, that hits. Okay, so fun fact, as a repeating rifle... Um, I take a one-step penalty on the attack test for the second shot in a combat round. Okay, but, yeah. But roll because your... it's a repeating rifle, I can shoot twice every combat round. Nice. So why don't you roll that second attack? We'll see if that hits, that sure. second shot. And I'm going to do karma as well because it doesn't say I can't. Yep. Five will miss, though. So eight will hit. Uh, mark off uh, tag firearms for uh, you know, basically experience. And um, now roll damage on that one to hit. Okay. Assuming that means step nine. Base attack is step nine, damage nine, rate of fire two. Okay, yep. Yeah. Alright, eight. That will be a wound, although it doesn't like scream or anything or fall over or anything like that. You see your shot cut right through this scarecrow, um, and it keeps heading towards them. And uh, for the other folks, you just heard a gunshot. Nice. <laughs> I will turn towards the other ones. But I'm, I'm sure probably reset. coming out. <laughs> I let out a squeal at the second <laughs> random gunfire that I was not expecting and drop the card. Drop the, the card onto the ground. <laughs> nice. Alright, everyone throwing in your initiative again and Dilia, you're eight, so you go first. You're the first opportunity to do something. Um so Dr. Winter heard a gunshot, and what does she react with? Um, I guess she turns to Amos and says, aren't you going to do something about this? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Madame Truffini, you're next on the list here. Um, she still has what, what's her... the farm name again? I'm sorry. 
Uh, Buckleberry Estates. She still has her little pistol in ha- in her free in her other hand, so she's okay. going to like turn and look out to see what's going on. But yep, and you see another scarecrow headed your way, and she's going to shoot at it with her impressive firearm skill. <laughs> nice. Seven. <laughs> All right, seven will hit. Ooh. Damage of five. Okay, yeah, your shot just grazes it slightly as it's heading your way. And go ahead. As she sees, like, the little bit of, you know, the, the bullet actually hits a little bit, <laughs> that little bit of straw come up. Oh, I hit something! It actually seems a little bit excited. And you hear it kind of, it's coming towards you. It's not super close yet, but close enough that beyond the sound of rain and kind of distant thunder, you can still, you can, not still, but you can hear it make kind of a screaming hiss kind of sound. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Oh, okay. <laughs> kill it. And you can kill it now, Amos. And she's going to kind of Jack glance to see if she can see who else was there, like where the other gun came from. Oh, no, Amos is next. Okay. On the list. Um, what's the range on it right now? 15 yards, I would say. Oh, 15 yards? That'll be enough. Um, I will actually uh, unsling my rifle and kneel down on one knee and take aim and fire. All right, go for okay. it. Okay, first shot. Eight will hit. Okay, and second shot. Whoa. 26 will definitely hit. Uh, <laughs> that'll give you four extra successes. Oh, for Pete's sake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're going to be showing off, I think. So roll your first one, I guess. Okay. And seven is, yeah, a bit of damage. Enough to wound it again. Okay, and sorry, you said second. four extra successes? Three. Four extra successes. Or four extra four. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> hold on. So Math is hard. Have to look that. Is it plus it two really for is. you for that one? No, it's plus five. Per? Yep. Whoa, okay, so that's 20 then. Yep, so, uh, <laughs> so we're talking this right, right here. It's a rifle. Okay. Rifle with dum-dum rounds. Ooh. Oh, okay. Okay, 13. You can describe your killing blow of that one. Um, okay, so I kneel down, I fire my first round, and it just hits it in the chest, and I kind of grunt and aim slightly higher, and fire again, and again, a skull explodes. <laughs> okay. And yeah, uh, G- Jacoby, you just saw the skull, uh, the head of this thing just pop right off as a shot hit it. I have and- got to get me some of them rounds. <laughs> And yeah, it is down. And you see this uh, gent on a horse who seems to have come and uh, at least notified you through the shot that you had something approaching from your flank. Uh, I will wave and say, jolly good timing. He kind of waves back uh, with the arm that's holding his rifle. Might y'all tell me what you're doing here, perhaps, as he points the rifle. (laughs) Oh, dear. Madame Truffini goes from, like, a smile of welcome to a frown as she stares at him and just, like, is staring straight at him, unblinking. We were hired. This here's private property and all. Yes, and we were hired by the owner to be here. And and then his scarecrows attacked us. Uh, Wait, y'all were hired by Grandpappy? uh, While he is doing this, I will actually start aiming at him. It's only fair after all. And if you don't stop pointing that at me, you may regret it. Well, you could have just said so. And he lowers the I rifle. I did. And I now, once he lowers the rifle, she will... Rifle. <laughs> yeah, once, she, once he lowers it, she will swoop, scoop down and to pick up her now damp and dirty card, tarot card and start shaking it off and cleaning it. You got quite the tongue on you, miss, he says as he comes riding up. 
I thought I was the snark around here. As he raises his hat and you see he is not human. <laughs> he is, in fact, a snark. And yeah, might as well describe how, how your face looks and everything with that. Uh, gosh, do they actually have a description of the race? Well, yep. uh, you got kind of, what is it, kind of tusk, small tusk or big fangs? I can't remember which uh, one. Tusks. Um, yeah, tusks. So he, he's got the kind of strong square jaw. He has the kind of short tusks sticking out. He's got kind of a, we'll, we'll say a hawkish nose. Uh, what kind of skin color do they usually have? Oh. If I remember correctly, I don't Oh, that's a good question. I'm just looking at it right now. I think it ranges from like uh, green and blue and kind of things like that is what I recall, but I'll look it it's up now. actually specify right here in the races, in the short races blurb that they have. Yeah, that's Their body and facial up. hair are both profuse. Um, you can always go off the Earthdawn guide too for yep. a description of works. <laughs> uh, yeah. yep. The short, the brief one in here, it doesn't specify. Yeah. Okay, oh. so I'm, no, I'm thinking good. kind of a kind of a gray blue he's got kind of a the scraggly mutton chops going into kind of a chin strap kind of beard um we'll say he has hazel kind of stormy blue eyes uh he's fairly tall ish six and a half feet kind of broad shouldered and he's riding a fairly large horse because of it Nice. And, yeah, I uh, looked it up. Uh, in Earth, on uh, skin color ranges from beige to olive green, with tan, pinkish white, or ebony as possible, but less common. Hmm. So beige to olive green, kind of. Okay. Which you can be in there. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like the um, kind of the pale greenish type then. <coughs> nice. All right. And you know he, yeah. he's got the kind of mid calf length boots. He's got the the denims on. He's got a button up shirt with a vest and a long. Uh, dark tan duster that's oil that's uh, oil protected for the rain. He's got a kind of nice wide brimmed hat with a flat top on it, and he dismounts his horse. Sorry, looks exactly like a stereotypical cowboy. <laughs> you damn, <laughs> you damn straight. <laughs> uh, yeah, you notice that there are three more of the scarecrow. Um, corpses, for lack of a better term, playing here. He's gonna poke at one with his rifles like, no, that shit ain't right. It isn't. They are full of remains. It's it how, how gooey we talking on these remains? Skeletal. Well, and yeah, you'll notice there's some skeleton bones kind of sticking out of these things. On the upside, it could have been worse. Could have been a bit more fresher, a little more gooier. But, um, all in all, Actually, skeleton ain't too bad on on that regard, but that does qu- uh, that does bring up the question, don't it? Yes, why is your grandpappy placing skeletons inside his scarecrows? And as I'm doing this, I'm, Not I qu- slip my card back in, and I'm going to pull out another card while I stare at him, and then look at it. Uh, <laughs> no, ma'am, that wasn't the question I was thinking. Uh, I was I'm thinking more to... along the lines of why these skeletons ain't resting six feet under. That does seem to be the question, doesn't it? Uh, Amos, That's where I was going. Amos, name's Jacoby. Jacoby Buckleberry. Well, a pleasure. Well-timed. You got a good shoulder on you. And he nods to the, the rifle. And you'll notice Amos is a dwarf. He's a short with a um, big beard. Ah. While the rest of them are humans. Oh, well. Yes, this is my uh, my sporting rifle. Oh, you're a hunter, ain't you? For big game, yes. Hunter of oh. man and beast. Oh, uh, one of them types. Well, um, I don't know if you'll find much of uh, either around these parts, but uh, any any nudges the the scarecrow. Like, suppose it was man, and I'll grin. <laughs> well, 
And for yeah. for yeah. your knowledge, Erica, for Jacob, you would know that the spot there you're sitting around is a spot where uh, your great grandfather's uh, prized donkey disappeared uh, last night, and um, oh, it. Uh, I have you think, bad feelings about that. And uh, he was a little, you know crestfallen over that but uh, uh, somebody these folks heard about it and uh, came uh, asking about it but uh, you don't know that part no, I guess you do now because they, they mentioned they were hired by him mm-hmm. um, Madame Trefini what is the card you pull for Jacoby, Jacoby? Uh, it was judgment upside down Ooh. so interesting <laughs> Uh, there was, you know, you judge yourself too harshly, you have doubt, uh, could be caused, but you could be missing opportunities that were awaiting for you. Lost momentum that's causing you to fall behind in your plans, which can make it difficult to move forward. That actually is kind of fitting, considering. (laughs) She just kind of looks at the card, looks at him, and then tucks the card back into the pocket, steps forward, putting... You know, holstering her little pistol. It is not big. Derringer. <laughs> and, and holds her hand out, but not to be shaken, but to be like mm. taken. Mm. Madame Trefini. She has quite a lot of jewelry on her. Her hair is like piled up, like pulled up hot, pulled up with like a kerchief. He just kind of quirks an eyebrow at her, noticing her staring at him in the card and everything, and he takes her hand rather gently in his. Uh, <laughs> Thick gloved maw of his own, and he nods, ma'am. Jacoby Br- uh, Buckleberry, pleasure to meet you. I'm sure it is. And while this is all going on, um, I imagine maybe Dr. Winter might be trying to check out the bones on these things. Does that make sense? That does make sense. I was actually just thinking that, you know, I would be looking at these scarecrows and kind of trying to see what's going on here. Are these human bones? Are these non human bones? And sort of. You know, has somebody put, like, straw around these bones? Or is, or, or has this come up from, um, you know, just somehow been manifested on its own? And uh, just sort of looking at this and not 100% sure what's going on. They do seem like human bones, but um, not 100% sure. I'll get you to roll. Uh, you have knowledge of anatomy, so I'll get you to roll that one. Okay. See if uh, if a particularly good roll comes out of that. Let me see the knowledge of anatomy. So eight. Okay. And then you can tag that as well. What does that mean? So on the far right, where it says tags, um, you can just put an X over there, saying you've used this once. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, so on a five, that's enough to know general knowledge. Um, uh, that yeah, these seem to be all human bones. Um, and as you're looking through them, though, you do notice in uh, let's say that I don't know if you're checking several of them or just one. We'll we'll start with the first one you're checking. Um, you do notice that one of the bones isn't a real bone. It seems to be made of plaster or something. Okay. We'll say it's a femur. Sorry. We'll say it's a femur. That's plaster and not an actual bone. But the rest of the bones are actual bones. So far, that you can see. That's in the first one that you checked. Okay, so that's curious. Uh, are you letting the others know? Oh, yes, I am letting the others know. And one asking them if they have any sense of what this could be, what what this um, non-human bone might be, and how it got there. Well, what on earth is that, Dr. Winter? Hmm. Um, uh, not my expertise, I'm afraid. Can I roll anything else here, Rob? Um, it might be something Mrs. Cross might be interested in looking at. Oh, okay. 
I was just thinking. Yeah. No, uh, can I use evidence analysis to uh, yeah. ask some questions, maybe? I, th- I think that would make sense for this. All right. And while, while you're rolling that up, I'll say, Dr. Winter, if you do continue looking at the other three scarecrows, oh. you'll always find one bone that is not actual bone. It is plaster. Okay, so just one bone is always non Yeah. Interesting. Curious. I'm going to be sort of look scanning the cornfield. Scarecrows, do you have out here? Just the four? Jacoby, it's five. Uh, no. We are, in fact, missing one of our jollies. All right, then. <laughs> she pulls out the gun again. Um, All right, on, on a ten for Mrs. Cross, I'm going to say you have two questions of, I think it's how or what questions. And while she does that, I am actually going to be looking, actively scanning the cornfield for movements or any sign of where that fifth missing skeleton might be. <laughs> With respect to that first, um... Uh, plaster femur that the good doctor discovered. How did it get in there? So is it is it tied in? Is it like wrapped in flesh? Wrapped in? Um, you think from what you were seeing from the fight um, that these bones don't they don't have anything tying them together? So it must have been something magical uh, keeping them together. Um, and that is yeah, I would say there, there's some magic going on here. That's um, perhaps. Uh, you might have to ask Madame Trafini how that type of stuff works, um, I would say. Rob, while they're doing that, if I can, I want to uh, put my uh, rifle down um, and pull out my handgun, and I want to do my stealthy stride and go and track the other one that seems to be missing. Okay, you can go and do that. Can I join him? Yeah, if you want to. So the cornfield is pretty tall, so if you go in with your horse, you're, uh, you're at least have a higher, higher ground to see over. I think so I will. that would be useful for you. Yeah. But if Amos is trying to be stealthy, then you might want to. Um, well, you know, also, go a it gives. Direction. It makes me the target, gives him a distraction. Good point. Yeah, you can do cover for him. So exactly. All right. Uh, Mrs. Cross, do you have a second question? Uh, my, for my second question. Um, uh, let me see. First one is stealthy also... stride, and second one is uh, tracking. Okay, excellent. You can also hold that question for a bit if you wish. Oh, questions since I'm holding up. That's fine. You can hold for later. You can also ask Madame Trafini if she knows about the magic uh, yeah, stuff at all, that is, that is definitely the next thing. Alright, why don't we go to that first, then? Madame, your expertise is better than mine here. Let's see, what do we have? And I'm going to actually see if I can sort of first sense it, like, use my detect to sort of detect yeah. the magic or if there's any spirits, like, sort of connected to it somehow. Although I can't okay. see, I might be able to just sort of get that feeling. 15, okay. <laughs> Much better. So, uh, you'll say if with this, you're pretty sure there was a benevolent spirit uh, in this that you've basically uh, gotten rid of out of it. Um, you're actually wondering if perhaps the uh, plaster bones might be some kind of anchor for the spirits, considering there's one yeah. per. Um, and the whole way magic works is kind of like well, if these bones used to form something in real life and it might mimic that in motion when animated. So if they made a plaster, you know, made a something plaster bone, yeah, it would connect and animate it. Okay. So someone really skilled at this. Yeah. I'm going to take the plaster bone out and just sort of look it up, take a, to do a look over of it in case maybe there's like a, any markings on it or anything. Any, ar- any uh, sort of arcane occult markings? Uh, there's definitely a texture to it that you find unique. Is it 
uh, to each of them. Okay. Um, if I use my occult, is there something that I might be able to sort of recognize or from like things um, of occult? Do you have any skills in, that involve craftsmanship or anything like that? Uh, I do not. Okay. Um, I've got an eidetic memory for having seen other things before. Oh, read about okay. Go for eidetic memory. Then, eidetic memory? Okay. Yes. Well, that things that fun. I have p- perhaps read before. Or encountered or this encountered. before. Okay, 13, yes. This is plas- made of plaster of Paris. Okay. And the texture you haven't come across before, but it's definitely unique, and I would say you can definitely, like, hmm, if you ever encounter this again, you'll probably know. Okay. Well, it's definitely a plaster of Paris of some sort. I don't quite recognize the texture, and I suspect it was holding the spirit here, connecting a spirit to this tra- frame. <laughs> I'm glad that we were able to free it. I do hope we find the, the fifth one to free as well. It's the... Is the plaster whole? It hasn't. Has it? Has the plaster been like broken? No. Or? No. None of them were shattered. Okay. Uh, nope. Can I step on it? Of course. I'll put it down on the ground. For <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll it, though. Go ahead, break it. See if me. Perhaps there's something inside. Well, I just don't want it coming back. That was terrifying. Yeah, that, of course. And yeah, nothing happens if you break it. And yeah. Doctor Winter would be able to point out a few other, you know, bones that are um, not bones, not real bone. How do we know the spirit is um, evacuated? Well, I don't oh, feel yeah. the spirit here anymore. It's sort of not. Mm-hmm. I can sort of feel the spirits around sometimes. And Madame Trofini, you would know that these seem to be fairly weak and malevolent spirits, not strong-willed and uh, okay. um, sentient as much like uh, uh, the lady at the tavern. Yeah. I forgot her name already, but um, yeah. Her name was Mrs. Agnes Tanner. Oh, Agnes Tanner, yes. So you figure someone like that probably has a very strong connection uh, to the land, to the location, to some object there, but it would have to be very strong for her to be... Um, keeping her, her wits about her. These, the spirits that were attached to this were not strong. They were just weak spirits that were forced into this, and they were angry and violent. Very... Well, I would sure not like to see a strong one. It's not a strong one that is angry and violent. We have met... We did meet Miss, Miss, Miss Agnes. She was quite a strong spirit. So I'm just wondering who we think the puppet master is. If these are just sort of marionettes. Yes, I suspect whoever was in the tavern in that room and was blocking the other spirits. Mm, that's good. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Didn't want Agnes Tanner seeing what he was up to. Jacoby, I'll get you to roll an awareness while you're going through the crops. Okie dokie, come on. There's... Oh, right. That, that would be eight. I swear, I'll remember things. <laughs> <laughs> Four. Not great. Uh, yeah, you're looking around. You don't really see much um, here. And Amos, how about you? We can get all your awareness or perception. Okay. The rain's back. starting to let up now. Not as much thunder, at least. Right, trying to get back to the dice roll channel. <laughs> Six. Okay. You are approaching kind of the edge of the, the uh, cornfield. And you do notice uh, down the hill a little bit. Um, scarecrow, but it's just kind of wandering and looks confused, lost, not really all that uh, threatening looking, at least for now. I'm sure that would change if I came into range. Um, and how far away is it? 
Uh, from you right now, about 25 yards. It oh. is headed towards town, though, oh. which is a little troublesome. Uh, Although it doesn't look to be headed straight there. It just looks to be kind of wandering. Uh, nope. I will take him and fire. <laughs> okay. Oh, 25, you can do that? All right, go ahead. Uh, yep. And this one for the first one. That'll hit. And I'm this Extra success. Excellent. And for, now these are surprise, correct? Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> so you get extra damage. Uh, that's two extra successes. And that actually, wait, no, one extra success. Very close to two, but it's really? one. Does it not drop by three? Oh, wait. Right, they're dropped by threes. Never mind. Yes, <laughs> it is two extra successes. In fact, yeah, it's two extra. Yep. Okay, so first one uh, is just one extra success, right? Yep. Okay, so this <laughs> first one. All right, eight, That's that'll hit. Uh, probably hit, a, hit an arm or something. Okay, and second. That just obliterates it. Yep. Good. Dust and bone everywhere. Straw, dust, and bone everywhere. Uh, yep, same thing. Uh, adjust aim on for the second shot and head. <laughs> okay. And uh, Jacoby, you just saw, or you just heard shot. In fact, everyone just heard those shots rung out. And um, yeah, what are y'all doing? I like Did you get it? Found something. I, I will yell out, <laughs> taken care of! <laughs> how about we meet up and get in out of this rain, huh? I will trot back and pick up my rifle and, uh, jolly good idea and head into the barn. Okay. And, uh, and you know, of course, Jacoby will join. Yep, you can all hide there. And, uh, yeah, by then, uh, you will have kind of had a chance to get a good look at all these, at least the four that are nearby. Um, there were, seem to be, there do seem to be knives, uh, where the hands were supposed to be. Oh, nice. <laughs> So if you had been hit by one of these, it would have slashed a bit. And, uh, yeah, other than that, uh, yeah, just the plaster and the straw, nothing else unusual with them. Rob, I swear if the dude who did this was named Edward. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, what was his name? We don't know. I don't don't think it was Edward. Anyways, uh, all right. So how long are you planning on... Are you just going to sit out of the rain for this for a bit? Well, uh, as they come back, I'm already heading back. Mrs. Truffini heads into the barn, sort of looks around to sort of find a spot that she could sit, perhaps, like some old crates or a barrel or something that she could sort of dust off to lay a few cards on. And she's just going to be sitting there sort of like doing a small reading, like just on her own, quietly looking at the cards and basically calming herself down (laughs) by doing the familiar that is quite a bit of a storm. Let's say when we let up, we head back up to the main house and get uh, some warm, and we get warmed up by the fire. I don't know how much time we have. We've been hired to look into this, and we don't want to lose too many tracks, I don't think. And the rain will lose tracks for Amos. No, that is true. It is. Now- and uh, while I say that, I'm actually just uh, pulling out an oiled rag and cleaning my rifle and handgun. Can you maybe bring me up to speed on what Grandpappy hired y'all for? Because, honestly, he hadn't been telling me much of anything lately, so I'm outside of knowing he was all supposed to be here. I ain't got hide nor hair on what's going on here. Well, we were hired to come look into... It was suspected some supernatural thing. And yeah, I'd say that like... walking scarecrows be the be exactly that. Exactly. And we are now we came and met your grandpappy, as you put it. And he is asked us to take us down here to where his donkey went missing. I also noticed that there is a oh. uh the lar- we also noticed there's a large jack lantern missing 
from as well the Miss Gra- Mrs. Grantham's large prize-winning giant pumpkin. Oh yeah, that thing. Yes, it's gone missing. So we're ja- Jacoby, you would have seen posters around town of this missing giant pumpkin. Mm-hmm. So uh, y'all check the bakery for that has. one. We haven't checked Metch yet. We came here. We uh, we spent the night and came down here straight away to see about the missing animal. So I suppose we need to continue to check in with the others about missing thing, the missing pumpkin and such things. We've got a few possible thoughts based on what Ammo saw in the tracks. Um, I believe I could yeah. still track that, possibly. It did go into the cornfield and then we were rather rudely interrupted. Yes. I could try again from that point. Yeah, I hope so. Grandpape loved that donkey. Yes. Really liked it because it was it was it was kind of small, you know. Grandpappy always loved a little ass. See. Anyways, so (laughs) (laughs) nothing. Nobody. (laughs) Or she she just stares at you. She doesn't blink again. (laughs) I meant you all. (laughs) (sighs) Crickets. I'm being I'm being sorry. Yeah. No. Madame Trafini quite literally just stares and doesn't say a word at that one. Y'all don't have much a sense of humor, do you, ma'am? Oh, I do. You don't. <laughs> now, ma'am, like I said when we first met, I'm supposed to be the snarky one around here. I don't think nice. Buckleberry Estate's got... I don't think Buckleberry Estate's got room for the both of us to have uh, sharp tongues like this. Yours is not that sharp. Oh, ma'am. You and I are going to have an interesting relationship. With that, you um, notice in the corner of your eye that there's this kid um, looking up at you from outside the barn. Um, and it's one of the kids from the uh, Punky Night. Uh-huh. Human or the other? Human one or of the humans. Okay. Uh, do you have a name or can I just toss one out? Uh, yeah, you can just toss out a name. if You You, you probably know some of the local kids, so you can yeah, make one up. Probably. Really? Sorry. Michael, what did I say about sneaking around like that? Uh, sorry, sir. Um, Mrs. Grantham's uh, uh, carriage got knocked over in the storm, and uh, we're looking for some help. We should probably go help. Yep. You run on back and tell her that we'll be right there. All right, Michael? Where did the carriage knock over, dear? Uh, up the hill towards uh, the Grantham farm. All right, we'll be along just in a moment. Other side of town. I will holster my sidearm and pick the rifle up and put it over my shoulder. Well, let's get on with it. I looked at Amos. I trust that the gunfire we heard was you taking care of number five? Uh, you guessed correctly, madam. Excellent. I'm glad that... With that, you, we... <laughs> with that, you notice that the kid is like kind of poking at the scarecrow, wondering what the heck's going on. Don't worry about <laughs> it, dear. Run along and let Mrs. Grantham know we're on her. W- that help is on the way. All right, ma'am. And he runs off. You might want to have somebody take those away. And I look at Jacoby. <laughs> well, I mean, I could, but it ain't really my job. I was going to ride up and help with the carriage. Yeah, well, you might have your grandfather take, have somebody take that away before other small children see it. We don't want them all to have nightmares, do we? Kind of the point of the night, ain't it? Rolls her eyes and starts heading. <laughs> picks up her skirt to start heading out. How's the rain? If I, were, if I were you, ma'am, I'd mind all the mud. Oh, a little mud doesn't bother me. Could have fooled me. <laughs> And uh, is everyone basically heading in that direction then? Well, I was going to have Jacoby ask if they all had quicker transportation and then offer some some <laughs> of uh, the horses to ride oh, on yeah. quickly. Oh, yes. I would definitely take a horse. All right. Well, that's not a bad idea. And since we're in a barn, the horses would be right there. Yep. Good point. Y'all can walk back. 
Jones. And that's why we call for patience, ma'am. <laughs> you, uh, big game hunter, you, you can take, um, the pony there, his name's Bill. Uh, no offense, but I know you're kind of on the short side, so I just wanted to give you something easy to ride. Um, I am experienced horseman, but, I mean, that that is fair, and I will go over and start settling it. And uh, you, you were gonna give, uh, we're gonna give you Delilah, ma'am. And he's pointing to Madame Trefini. She's a, she's a quiet older mom type. She's very patient. So you, you and her should get along quite well. And I'm gonna walk over to her and look the horse and, over. And it's this wonderfully taken care of chestnut roan, freshly brushed. Uh, the mane's cropped a little short and kind of actually. Um, the, the mane has been cropped a little short and decorated, so it has a bit of a hairstyle to it, and the tail has been braided. Well, aren't you a pretty thing? Now, um, for you, ma'am, and he pointed uh, points to Mrs. Cross, you, uh, you got any knowledge with horse riding or anything like that? Uh, nothing to really speak of outside of, you know, day-to-day. Um. Alright, ain't no problem. You see that, uh, that black one back there with the white socks? Named Stormy, mm. but don't let that fool you. Uh, she's a couple years old. She's uh, good with the little kids. So anyone with a little lacking in knowledge of understanding horses, she's actually your, she's actually your uh, mare. And can you give me a hand with tag? I don't have the strength to pull it tight. Oh, sure, right. And he'll dismount off his horse and go and tack up Stormy. Uh, as he does, he looks to the last member of our party, Dr. Winter. And, uh, what about you? I've ridden a few horses in my day. Okay. See that, uh, that white one right there? Mm-hmm. Alright, he's, uh, he's Bartholomew. He'll set you up right. You need help with tacking up the horse? No, I think I'm alright. Alright. And there you go, ma'am. And he offers out his, uh, hand to... Mrs. Cross to help up, and he'll kind of, kind of, he'll kind of stoop down so he gets, so he gets his knee out to use as a stepping stool. And this will be the most awkward side saddle you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, riding roll willpower or equestrian, whichever you have. Yeah, I'd like to roll at disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> you Madame Trefini putting a saddle on the horse and hikes her skirts up fair, a little bit higher than probably is proper, and sits, does not sit side saddle. <laughs> she just, like, nice. goes right onto the bareback. Mrs. Well, Cross's well. skirts would not permit that. Well. <laughs> uh, willpower. Yeah, Looks willpower. like uh, you got some riding in your blood there, Miss Trefini. <laughs> oh, no! So it wasn't it wasn't a total failure, but a pretty good failure. <laughs> a little awkward. <laughs> Madame Trefini's going to have an awkward time. Yeah. Oh, I have ridden before. So is Mrs. Cross. I will uh, I will ride over and uh, grab the reins of uh, Madame Trefini's and maybe lead it so that it doesn't buck her off. <laughs> Good idea. It's been a while, uh, all right? She just kind of looked the last time I actually rode was a child. I'd Fair say enough, about Madam. Fair enough. 80% of the way there... Like, Mrs. Cross just sort of slips off and <laughs> just leads it the rest of the way. Well, And Jacoby gets to check for uh, uh, a tag for experience for that. Excellent. A nice 13. Very um I'm assuming that was my... That, yeah, I would hope so. Um, that was Dex, right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, good. Uh, I well, it might be willpower, but uh, I think it's the same for you. 
Yeah. Actually, think, might be no, willpower. my willpower is actually one less. Oh, okay. I can't remember if equestrian is willpower or... Uh, I, can, I, assume I, I can just do a quick check. I don't have willpower or the other thing. I don't think. Oh, you will. It's um, W-I-L on the first sheet. It should be... Uh, for you, it is a five. Uh, rank dex or charisma or perception. Interesting. Oh, it's got or? I, I can, yeah, it's dex slash charisma slash perception. Oh, okay. Interesting. Makes sense, though. I guess you get to choose. Mm -hmm. You can dex it to stay on the horse, charisma to keep it calm, perception to yep. maybe notice if the horse is twitchy or something. Okay. I was going with willpower because the earthon is a bit more, uses that for more of those kinds of things. Holy crap. Dr. Winter is a natural at this for some reason. Nice. With a 17. <laughs> Does well, that mean I don't fall off? <laughs> knows his horses, so... Yep, don't fall off. You look like you belong there. <laughs> no problems at all. Can help guide other people who are having trouble with their horses. In fact, you're doing almost better than Jacoby. <laughs> well, you know, being a doctor, I have treated a lot of people, you know, of the upper classes, so sometimes they let me use their horses. <laughs> As a payment for... Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I, I can dig that. Yeah, do lots of house calls on the horse. Feeney just passes it off. <laughs> or like, horse calls, yes. <laughs> Until next time, dear listeners. Blessings and good health. Salutations and valedictions for the Boneyards and Boodrums podcast are narrated by Andromeda. To learn more about the 1879 RPG, please refer to the episode notes. <laughs>